0: One of the things to think about is what's your time worth. And so, if you're if you are spending time to manage a property to save twenty percent or thirty percent or whatever it is that you know the management costs is in in your area, and whatever whatever services are available, is it worth your time? To save that
1: money. Welcome to the Michigan Short Term Rentals Podcast, the show about buying, optimizing, and managing short term rentals in the state of Michigan. Get insights and recommendations from vacation rental operators to help take your property to the next level. Are you ready to profit from your short term rental? Let's get started. Welcome to the Michigan Short Term Rentals Podcast. My name is Tony Stancato, here with my co host, Jordan Painter. What's up, man? Living the dream. Well, yes, sir. Let's go. What's new? Oh, you got a couple
0: closings today, right? Yeah, I got some closings today. The market's hot. Things are going crazy. Over asking price still, escalation clauses and people give us waiting a, for actions and appraisal, all that.
1: Give us a good, you know, give us a good over asking uh, story over the last couple weeks or last month
0: yeah okay. so i would say one of the more extreme ones was we listed a house. A uh, client bought it in two thousand and twenty for two fifty. They put a new kitchen in it. The exterior of the house needs a substantial amount of work. It's an old historic home in a you know really historic neighborhood in in the city of Grand Rapids. It needs a lot of work. Not like holes in the soffit, fascia, all that kind of stuff um may may or may not need some decking on the roof there's all kinds of potential issues with it and we ended up with offers so they we listed it at 325 it's kind of a hard property to price because there's a lot of variation in the area as far as there's there's a big swing in pricing and with the exterior maintenance it needed we kind of felt like 325 would give us a bidding war probably end up somewhere north of 350 we were pretty confident. We ended up with eight offers. It went for $420,000. And the buyer who won waived inspections and had a very large appraisal waiver, which didn't come into play. It appraised where we needed it to, but Crazy. they waived inspections and paid that much over asking price. And yeah, it's just wild to me to think about the amount of. Maintenance that's going to be required on this particular property over the next several years? And is it going to be a half million dollar property? And maybe it will be, but people are desperate and there's just not options. And so there was, I've listed three houses in that neighborhood in the last month, and all of them went substantially over. That one, in my opinion, was not the best one, but it sold for the most money. And so it's it's just wild, you know, it's just wild. Do
1: you think the house that we're flipping, do you think we could just leave the exterior, not paint the exterior, you know, the flaking paint, all that stuff and maybe just throw away Historic home sign on it, and then you know, let let
0: yeah. It's all about it's all about location, and so again, this this one's in the middle. If anybody who's familiar with with Grand Rapids, it's in the middle of East Town. It is within a stone's throw of all the restaurants and bars. I mean, it's a really, really cool location, and so that one really was was as much the location as the house. The one we're flipping, nah, not so sure about that. Dude, it's uh, right
1: now to Dollar General, baby. Come on.
0: Yeah, DG. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, not sure if that's the, the, the target buyer we're looking for to give us a premium for the house, but yeah. you never know. So yeah, we're we're seeing, you know, consistent overbidding, consistent appraisal waivers and inspection waivers and all kinds of stuff. So it's still very, very hot. It's not the volume of buyers or the volume of offers we were seeing a year or two ago before the interest rates went up, but you know, instead of 80 showings and 30 offers. We're getting 20 showings and five offers, you know, and it, all it takes is two to, to jack the price up 50 grand, you know, so pretty wild.
1: Yeah, so today we wanted to pose five questions to ask yourself before self-managing. Um, a lot of people want to self-manage. Some people get property managers. So we just uh, had five questions that uh, you could ask yourself And um potentially just kind of work through what we're talking about here to see if self-managing is a good option for you. So number one, what's your schedule look like? And I would say for me, like a year ago, I left corporate America, right? I worked for Striker, big manufacturing company. And I have to say we were only managing like three properties at the time, but we were onboarding a couple more. And just the amount of like inquiries and messages i would get during the day when i was at work like started to feel bad about like hey man like i can't be doing this at work so we tried to hire someone to take some of that off our plate they declined so then it was like okay well i guess make the leap right but there is a time commitment and you got to look at your schedule and you got to look at what you're doing and does your schedule does your work does your you know what you have going on allow for you to jump on a phone call i mean there was times right when we had to, the only people we ever had to kick out of our out of a property I, I called you i'm like dude i'm going into work right now i got a meeting in like 20 minutes i can't be calling this lady right now and and telling her to pack herself up right and so you jumped on the phone and and took care of that but it's not you know you're gonna have plenty of stuff and airbnb does grade you based on your response time and that kind of stuff so you do have to be available and you have to be available at probably the most inconvenient times for you right you know if you like to july 4th and go camping and be off the grid and all that stuff ain't happen. yeah i
0: think that's a good point so i think one 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 is you have to provide premium guest experience and two, you got to be available to to take over an emergency. I mean, this last weekend, Southwest Michigan experienced heavy storms. And so Saturday morning, I'm getting a message from Tony that our five unit, like, I don't know if it's the second weekend that's fully booked or whatever it is, yeah. and there's no water. And so obviously the first thing is, oh my gosh, I hope during the, all this transition that we didn't miss the bill and now our water shut off until Monday. And it turned out there was a water main break, you know, and, and being available on Saturday morning to communicate that to people. You know, there's a couple houses with water coming in the basement. You just never know when anything like that is going to happen. And you have to be ready. You know, in this case, there was really nothing we could do about any of it. But it, there are a lot of cases where you got to react, you got to call somebody, you got to fix something, and, and it's, it's constant. And it could be 2 a.m., it could be 8 a.m., it could be 4th of July, whatever it is. So you have to be willing to be on all the time. You, you're going out on a boat for three hours on Saturday. Guess what? Somebody better be somewhere with a connection to be able to answer that, you know? So there, there's that one thing that you really have to understand if you're going to self-manage is you have to have a plan to have somebody available all the time. And if you don't, you know, it could cost you a bad guest review or it could cost you, you know, the the time it takes to get somebody over to plug a plumbing leak. that's literally flooding your house. And so it can be very costly if you're not available.
1: Or the other thing too is, is like, it's not just, maybe you don't have a, maybe you don't have a guest in at the time, but a lot of times it's like when people are shopping, you know what I mean? When people are shopping, the time, like I'm looking at running, you know, renting this property right now. Are you gonna give them four hours, five hours before you respond? That could be, that could cost you a thousand bucks, could cost you 1500 bucks, right? So even on the inquiries, it's like, you gotta be responsive, otherwise you're gonna be costing yourself. Yeah. And, and on that five unit, it's like, Not only that, but we managed like five or six, seven other properties in that area. So we had to reach out proactively, reach out to all the other ones that didn't even have the water shut off. And we had to say, hey, here's what's going on. You know, like there's a water main break, boil water advisory, make sure you're boiling the water. Here's kind of the info from the township, all that stuff. And then just we had to stay in contact with them. Like, hey, and then new guests coming in. like, Hey, sorry, there's a, a boil advisory. So there's a lot of stuff that goes into it.
0: Yep. You got to be ready all the time. And I think that leads to the next thing is, you know, the, the, the only reason that somebody would want to self manage essentially is because they don't want to pay a property manager, right? So it's profit driven. It's, it's income driven. If you had somebody that could do all this for free, obviously you'd do it. And so, you know, I think that one of the things to think about is what's your time worth. And so if you're, if you are spending time to manage a property to save 20% or 30% or whatever it is that, you know, the management cost is in in your area in whatever whatever services are available is it worth your time to save that money and depending on depending on what you do for a living you know if you're in sales and you're spending a bunch of time messing around doing this when you could be calling people and, and making sales that are much more valuable or you know if you're a you know part of it the measure of the cost is like hey you're you're a stay-at-home mom or you're a stay-at-home dad, and this is kind of something that you do in addition, what's that time, what's that mind space costing you in your family? Is it, is it worth the, the money, right? And so what is your time worth is a big question and it's going to be different for everybody.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And yeah, there is again, it's like, I mean, we just had a birthday party this weekend and it was like the birthday party was on the day, where we have all these guest issues going on because of the the, the storms and the water main breaking and, and all that stuff. And, you know, I wasn't dialed in to the current event that was at my house. Right. And that's just the nature of the beast. That's the nature of what I signed up for. But you just got to know that that's what you're signing up for too. So it, I, I swear there's like some kind of they know, you know, it all, it happens at the most inconvenient times, you know, whether it's a, there's a family, uh, reunion, right. And it, I think I mentioned like, or me and you were talking, Hey, the smoke detectors are going off. Hey, we think maybe they're vaping in this $2.5 million house. And okay, let's, let's get after it. So just get to, you know, see that side of the family first time in a long time. And it's like, this is going on. So then we're handling it. Right. But like, that's what happens.
0: Yeah. it just yeah, gotta be it, prepared. Yep, you never know when it's going to come. So the next one, and this is super relevant too, I think if if you have an emergency, is how far are you to the property? When we when we had our first one, we've told this story before, but you know, Tony's wife and my wife interviewed 10 cleaners or whatever it was. And well, tried to interview 10 cleaners and of that 10, five or six showed up and we narrow it down to two or three people. And I forget if it was our first or second turnover. Like, first
1: one, first one, we hired three what? of them. We hired three. We said, let's just make sure all three of them are there that way. There's no issues. Thirty-three percent of them showed up. So So, so one
0: one. of three showed up to clean a four-bedroom, two-bathroom, three thousand square foot house with an outbuilding, tons of laundry, tons of bedding. And so first first time around after putting all that work in, you know, most of them didn't show up. So Tony and, and his wife, thank goodness, were available and so they're trucking you know an hour plus to get to the property to to turn it over for our next
1: group and so that was actually a different time this time luckily this is our the person that we just hired our full-time staff member she's like oh i think i can find somebody she literally found somebody in a matter of like 30 minutes to come help her i think it might have been her fiance that ended up helping her but you know we've we've done our share of cleaning and that kind of stuff too so you are the backup
0: yeah you are the backup you are the backup and in seeing seeing what tony's time worth and seeing a picture of him with a scrub brush for a toil in his hand i'm like yeah that's not time well spent but it had yep. to get done and yep. so you know you you gotta be you gotta be if, if you're not close to it and you don't have the ability to do that and that turnover doesn't happen man that's a big problem that's a big problem so yep. you know proximity to it can can be a factor if you if you're going to manage yourself and you you're not willing or able to, to do something like that you better and have just, a backup plan for your backup plan
1: and i can tell you the cleaner you know like the cleaners that we've had when we say that they didn't show up they didn't call you five hours before and say hey i'm not feeling good it's 11 o'clock they were supposed to be here at 10 30 where the heck are they right so if you're three four hours away and you think oh i'll have time to drive up there you know if i need to if so you know but it's like you're not gonna know until you like you're gonna drive three hours and it's gonna be checking time at that point right so proximity can definitely play a, a big factor in that so you need lots of backups or you gotta you know I don't know if you're gonna drive two or three hours, four hours. Like it's gonna be tough if you don't have enough backups, and if you are the backup, because you're not always gonna get a heads up.
0: Yeah, for sure. The next one, this this is one I would say, it was a bit of a hard lesson. I, not so much for me because I never paid attention too much. I never even downloaded the Ring app. But our first property, you know, there there's a group thread going between Tony and myself and our spouses, and they're freaking out every six seconds about what's going on in the house like oh my gosh did you see did you see this did you see this did you see what are they doing i remember one of them these these people come and first of all they have pets which aren't allowed and they back in a u-haul and we're like are they moving in are they Moving our stuff out like what in the heck are they doing here with a u-haul and we're freaking out like okay This this, something's going on here. And so so the the next one is can you go with the flow? I mean, there's some things that you just have to accept like people are staying in your house and They're gonna make it their own and they're gonna maybe do things there that you are in in agreement with or approving of And so are you gonna freak out and lose your mind every time something happens? Are you just gonna say, you know what? gonna be there monday to clean up the mess uh.
1: yeah well and i mean now it's more like when we first started so we had ring cameras at the, the front of the house and it's like you're almost like over watching it right and you're 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 nervous you're always nervous kind of on that that first first property but some people can't let that go you know where now it's like okay let's check it really quick two or three times throughout the stay make sure hey Is there 40 cars or is there like three cars and does the car count kind of match the the guest count you know so hey 10 people are coming there's five cars that kind of matches up you got to be able to let that go where i i just know there's i know people that they can't let that go like they're very obsessive or like possessive of, of that particular property or of their stuff and they really can't wrap their head head around other people using their stuff, but somehow they're still decided to go rent it out anyway. Like you're just always in a heightened, you know, state of stress, I guess. So if, if that's you, like sometimes just having somebody else manage it can, can definitely be a better path. And then number five, do you have a continuous improvement mindset? So, If you think it's, I'm gonna list it, I'm gonna uh, start getting bookings and I'm just gonna let it coast, like that's not how it works. There's gonna be people, you know, I'm from the SEO world where search engine optimization, it's like, hey, if I'm on first page of Google, I know the next nine spots are all looking to outrank me and to, you know, king of the hill, right? And same thing with, with Airbnb, right? There's people that are hungry that want to get more bookings that want to do better, provide a better experience. And you know, if you think set it and forget it is going to be a good return on your investment. It's just not. And so you need to update your photos. You need to update your listing. You need to change pricing. You need, there's, there's a lot of different things that you just got to constantly be tweaking and changing along the way. And, I'm talking about like every year, right? Or sometimes, you know, pricing comes down to, you know, month to month or week to week really. So, if you're thinking just put it up there and get the best results, like it's just not going to happen that way.
0: Yeah, so all all of this can be done and, you know, it, it does open the door especially with high prices and high interest rates. You know, it can it can turn the corner on some of these when you're when you're running numbers of a profitable a profitable property versus a non-profitable property. However, if you're not really doing this stuff well, you think you're saving yourself 20% and you're doing all the work. You're probably losing, you know, 10 or 20% of what you could get with a manager not doing the work. And so, you know, if you're not going to do a good job with it, it's actually probably more profitable for you and much less stressful to hire someone. So, it can be done, definitely doable. A lot of people do it well. But I, but I think it's yeah, it's it's a personal decision, and those are the questions you really got to ask yourself to make sure that it's in line with what your goals and what your life is going to be like.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And if you are, you know, if you own a property or, or want to get into a property, we are uh, licensed agents in the state of Michigan, uh, so be happy to, you know, build out some search results for uh, properties that that meet your needs, but then we're also we have a property management company, book and gather. You know, we there there's certain criteria we're looking for on the property management side. Like not every property is going to be a good fit with us, but we do have uh, good good contacts in different areas, and even in our area that that might be a better fit for you. So. If you are in the market for a property manager, or at least just want to get the have a discussion about it, we'd love to jump on a call with you. So feel free to reach out to us. You can connect with me on LinkedIn. It's going to be in the show notes. Uh, send me a message there, or you can always uh, email me at tony at ngather.com.
0: Yeah, that's awesome. And just one other side note to that, you know, people who do want to self-manage, we'd love to support you. So follow the podcast, get on the email list, get in the Michigan short Michigan vacation rentals, Facebook group. And Tony does offer a consultation. And so it's very reasonably priced. If you want to have us take a look at your listing, help you optimize it, give you some tips and, tips and tricks on how to do a better job managing it yourself. Happy to help you with that too.
1: Absolutely. All right. Till next time. Thanks for checking out today's episode. We hope you enjoyed it. And if you get a chance, please go over to your podcast player of choice. Leave us a review. We appreciate those that have already taken the time to do so. It just helps us get discovered by more people in that platform. And if you're not on the email list yet, go over to michiganshorttermrentals.com get on the email list you're gonna see it right there on the home page and you're gonna get four very valuable emails one's gonna be a list of 650 zip codes where we've already analyzed a address and have projected revenue for that address so you can kind of filter those and see which one has the best projections out of those 650 zip codes and then you're gonna get a furnishing calculator so you'll get a number or how much does it cost to furnish a four bed, two bath with a hot tub and a ping pong table. And you can use that to really project out your return on investment there. And then also a property grading tool So you're gonna be able to plug in some information like yard size, number of neighbors, amenities, the cost of the property, and the projected revenue. And it's gonna kick you out a letter grade. So our properties are letter grade B. So if it's B or an A, it could be a good property to pick up. If it's less than that, you might really wanna think about, is it gonna be a good property? And make sure you connect with Jordan Painter and Tony Stancato on LinkedIn. Send us a connection request there and we'll make sure we accept it. And we'll talk to you later.